Wakey, wakey, Iggy Biggy. Tis the Smart Coast Morning Show, blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. Oh, wow, that was really loud. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Smod Coast Morning Show Tuesday, Left Coast Edition. The garbage man is in the house. He's picking up my trash right now, so it's a, you know, it's Tuesday. But the dogs are quiet. The dogs are now locked up, so everything is perfect. Nothing is going to go wrong today. Uh, we're joined today by Giselle Nett and Bill. Hello. Bill <laughs> Watterson. Hello. Morning. And uh, I am a host, Marty Yu. <laughs> and you can tweet in. That's at Nooner Dan Marty, where well, people have already tweeted excited. in. Tyson and CL Miller and Jenny Marie and uh, Hyper Canadian, who um, I, I like that um, that I get everybody's little uh, update. He's uh, says, I'm ready and I'm at work and I'll be in for a bit and but I'll tune in. There you go. And uh, Darren and Tyson man the Twitter page, the, the Tumblr page. That's Tuesday, <laughs> Tuesdaysmornings.tumblr.com. We have such a broad social media oh, yeah. platform. And, it's hard to keep Yeah, playing. and every name is different. So you can even email us. That's at noonerpodcast.gmail.com. And uh, we ha- we're going to have a special guest coming in later. So is it the garbage man? The garbage man has come and left. That was I our- can hear him outside right now. <laughs> yeah, but he, that's his, he's fading. There's a Doppler effect, if you mm-hmm. hear it. He's like... <laughs> Maybe he's just parking before coming in to be a guest. He, he already came and left. Oh. Yeah. Um, I miss him. <laughs> well, we'll just wait for uh, him to come back. Maybe when he comes for the uh, recycling. We'll invite him in. Give That's him some not a different dude? It is a different dude. I was we'll get that dude on the show. <sighs> Make some calls. Giselle, how are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah. I did some storytelling uh, on Sunday in Malibu. That was really fun. Malibu. They're very uh, Malibu. pretty out there. The people are? Yeah, they're very relaxed looking and Well, it's easy to be relaxed when you yeah. have a million dollars. Uh, that's what I think it is, but they all... But dress look, like you don't. They, they look very well rested and their clothing is casual, but you can tell that it's pretty nice. <laughs> and they're very friendly. So it was really a nice time and they like the story, what I tell. Was it a new story? Uh, new to them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of my favorite thrift store back in Ohio. New to you? It's new to you. <laughs> that, I like complain that complaining asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I like that too. What do you want? It's good enough. Um, so I didn't really have a lot of time to prepare, but I did want to talk about... Um, so this week, my, my parents have to put uh, their dog to sleep. Oh, yeah, it turns out to be a recurring theme. He's riddled with cancer. Riddled. Yeah, but he's happy now, and uh, they're sort of monitoring him, and they don't want him to have a bad day, but they want him to have you know come in on his last good day and and um, have him go out on that day, hmm. and that's hard thing to to time, um, and and also they're <laughs> they're going on a trip, so they want. They don't want him to be alone. Oh yeah. So it just made me think about how we um, how we value life versus our pets versus our lives and uh, our human lives. And you know, I would love to go out on my last good, good day. day. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want it to, to be. Yeah, good, that would have been ahead. like three years ago for me. <laughs> if you yeah, junior knew. high, <laughs> no, junior high was awful. Well, no, right before I got into junior high, <laughs> <laughs> sixth grade, last, last day of sixth grade was just like, woo, everything. 
he's great. And then a slow, slow decline with uh, uh, s- s- several dips on, along the way. There have to be an algorithm for gauging uh, your declining pleasure in life. Because uh, there's still a window there where maybe it's not your best day, but not enough to kill yourself. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. I mean, it, it's a very hard thing to, to gauge. And for our pets, we have to, uh, we can't know what is a good, their last good day because, yeah. you know, and we can't explain to them like, hey, you know, here, here we're going to the vet and here's what's going to happen. There's nothing more annoying than dog owners explaining things to their dogs. Yeah. No, it's just a skateboard. You don't have to get upset. It's just a skateboard. Oh, I Shut the all fuck the... up, dude. He I doesn't know what the that... fuck you're saying. I say it all he does, the time. He has a loud noise. He doesn't like it. Fucking get over it. Jesus. Well. Oh, a skateboard. Drives me nuts. Is that happening? No, when you don't. You, you don't have to bark. You don't have to bark at every skateboard that goes by. Just, dude, he's, Where, you're not who, teaching who anyone anything. Out? Where are you hanging out Just with dogs and shops. skateboards? Coffee shops. Oh, and a skateboard go by and a dog. Every five things. minutes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time the guy starts lecturing the dog, and the dog's looking at him like, I think you. I don't to, speak English. I have an idea. <laughs> You should switch to chamomile tea. <laughs> yeah. When I, you're at the coffee shop. And no, and you should just have Not it intravenous. my definition of go-go juice. Wait, I don't think you need go-go That's juice. That's my point. I think you need stay-stay juice. <laughs> I, I haven't had coffee. I'm not the idiot talking to the dog like he speaks fucking English. But don't, don't tell me what to do. Tell that asshole to figure it out. The fact that you're so bothered by it. I, I haven't had coffee today. Oh, do you know? No, that's fucking annoying. The problem. That's it's fucking the problem. annoying. Maybe do you, you want have some com- kombucha? Definitely not. <laughs> He's never even tasted it. He's yes, not even... I have. It's awful. It's vinegar. I hate he, it. He tasted it. I think he did. Oh, yeah? On I the mean, show you did? Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want on the some... show, off the show, I, I don't enjoy vomit? it either way. Uh, I'm okay. Breakfast yeah. ahead. There's a big, it. big trough of Grimace vomit It's more green than usual. Yeah, I wonder if that's the, the, the light. Blueberries have not yet been fully integrated in there. They're still sort of separate. I wanted to wait till our guest arrived. And you gross him <laughs> out. That's um, why I brought, made special to bring the Grimace Vomit, because we have a guest today. Oh, that's so You know, nice. I was agreeing with you that you can't explain things to dogs, by the way. I know. No, you didn't was... have to go on the attack. No, I wasn't attacking. I was sure you were. Oh, maybe you shouldn't drink coffee. Here are these other things oh, that are wrong with so you. so sensitive. Oh, um, nothing is wrong with you. <laughs> nothing at all. I'm not Whatever. a tech. <laughs> I don't get paid to be here. This is just the fear talking. <laughs> I'm not From, afraid of no, anything. my fear. What are you afraid of? Your wrath. <laughs> 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 but I want to tell you this that makes right me now. Feel you, good. Right now, you have a beautiful smile on your face. Oh, thank your you. teeth are so nice. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It reminds me, I have to call a dentist. It's been a, the a subtext, year or two. The subtext there is, don't kill Don't me. hurt me. <laughs> so I was listening to this podcast. Uh, where this they, podcast? They're called Freakonomics, where uh, they uh, they were talking about, um, with experts in many fields, about uh, bat, or ideas that should be put to rest. You oh. Know? Yeah, was so that, that a recent one? Because I, I just yeah. started potting that myself. Yeah, it's just uh, this week. And, you know, so uh, this cancer doctor talked about how uh, using mice as um, uh, models for drugs, you know, mm-hmm. cancer drugs just doesn't work uh, because we're that much different from mice that it uh, it is... Even uh, the ones with the ears on their backs? Even the one with the ears on their backs that we don't get very uh, good um, data response rates from the things that work for mice. 
Uh, and then so Stephen Dubner, the, who's the one of the hosts, uh, or no, Steve Steve Levitt, um, who's the economist from uh, Chicago, he was saying that one thing that he would like to put to rest is that life is, uh, and he said that this is very controversial, but life is, uh, there's nothing more valuable than life. Hmm. And that, that's the whole thing with the dog made me think about it. And, you know, I the way I feel about it is like life is both sacred and overvalued. Like for my own self, I will do what that's I need I to do about sports. to survive. But as a society, we put way too much value on life, I think. Well, hmm. it's hard to decide who you're going to dump. Right. Uh, but we... But like, you know, these anti-abortionists who are like, every life is precious. They're, they're all pro-death penalty, you know. There's a wonderful uh, passage in the original Freakonomics book about, um, uh, was it in New York, the um, police commissioner getting so much credit for the decline in crime rates, but they were actually looking at it from an economist point of view and saying that it was actually the allowing of more abortions <laughs> because oh. that meant there were fewer um, children born fewer unwanted children born so they were less likely to go into gangs to look for the things they're not getting from family because they're unwanted and they're not bloating um you know the uh the juvenile delinquency system and and just learning more and more of the wrong things yes and going out and committing crimes it wasn't it wasn't a crackdown on crime it was an increase in abortions that meant there were fewer crimes reported yeah i was thinking about this uh everything that I learn in my life, uh, you know, where I grow or gain some wisdom, it happened as a result of part of me dying, like an old belief have to die or a desire that I had I have to let go of and then I learn and I grow. Got to clean out the closet. This type of thing. And I think this willingness to die, this is something I have been thinking of. I'm speaking metaphorically. Willingness to die. But then I think of that uh, old story I always like to tell about the monk. You know, I have told it before. Uh, The monk who was confronted by the warlord. The warlord is riding along on his horseback and he come upon this monk walking through the woods. And the warlord pull out his big scimitar and he look down at the monk and he say to the monk, Do you know that I have the power to cut you in two without blinking an eye? And the monk look up at the warlord and he say, do you know that I have the power to be cut in two without blinking an eye? <laughs> yeah, it really make you think. So he was ready to just be at peace and go with whatever happened, even if that means he's going to die today. Mm-hmm. And I think, what would it take for me to have that peace and be willing to die when the time come? Yeah, I think, I, I think there's, a perspective of um, going through life during your day of just thinking like, oh, well, what if I died today? You know, would I be okay with that? You know? Yeah. And, you know, living without regret and living um, an open and uh, expansive life, you know, open to, to new experiences and being ambitious and all that sorts of thing. Um, yeah, and it's just so weird that there's, you know, we put a, a price on life too. You know, like the nine eleven victims, they all got uh, their compensated? families compensate, compensated. What did they get? Uh, an average of like two million per person. Wow, but, that's a but pricey some life. people got paid more than others. Oh, like, because like, they were prettier. They, they were they were worth more. 
They were oh. they were bankers and and uh, uh, you know got paid more than waiters. You know, like oh, and it's wow. just so weird that oh, that, that it happened. It's so weird. It's also and funny then, having this conversation about saying we overvalue life at a time when half the headlines are about terrorist organizations that have no value or respect for life, where they make themselves bombs to go kill other people uh, because of they hate life. Certain types of it, mm -hmm. but I don't. No, we was talking about that before the show, me and Marty, and letting ourselves get very angry at the Middle East in general. But then I think, I don't, do I really know an accurate picture of it? I just read what I read in Western newspapers. Yeah, By the way, I, there's got to be. <laughs> it you is you a can't big, be valuing life if you're convincing people to strap bombs to themselves. And well, I guess maybe you're that, valuing that doesn't come a certain from a value type of life. Of life. So I just want to welcome to the po podcast, Jimmy Tsai. And, uh, you know, we're, we do a comedy podcast. You just came in at, r at the, <laughs> the right time. The very serious time. Just Our guest right has arrived. Yes. I was like, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> welcome, Jimmy. It's so Hi, great Jimmy. to see you. This is Giselle and Bill. And um, and then you're, you're talking live to, you know, several people. People. Se several, people. several people. Several people. Like Hello. six uh, who are listening live on uh, the Internet. And they'll be tweeting in. Um, so, why don't you tell us? Uh, well, Jimmy is a is a um, he's a, a multi hyphenate, you know. I guess you could say that. Yeah, yeah you're a, a producer, a, an act, well, a sometimes actor and uh, internet sensation and uh, writer. Internet sensation might be taking it a little bit too far, but <laughs> <laughs> well, like, what was it seven years ago when you did the Venom Sports World? Oh, stuff? right, yeah, that was about yeah. But also, what was that. the movie that you make with Jessica? Uh, that's my sister, who, friend of the show. That's right. The movie's called Ping Pong Player. That's what I recognize you from. Oh. I saw it and I really like it, and <laughs> you was really good in it. Excellent, thank you. Well, I guess uh, more people than um, Marty, your parents, and my parents have seen the movie. It's all, <laughs> it always amazes me. <laughs> well, have you ever been recognized? You've been recognized out on the street, right? Yeah, I actually do get like randomly Can recognized. Can I tweet a picture of you? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I'm always Everybody, flattered. When's the seat. last time that you were uh, recognized? Literally just this last weekend at the uh, La Canada Flint Ridge Educational Foundation Gala. <laughs> uh, it happens at these random places. I mean, because you got, you got a lot of parents at these uh, like these foundation events, obviously, and then it's the kids who recognize it. And part of it is just timing because I guess randomly um, – Someone who was sitting at a friend of mine's table had literally just seen the movie, but their kid, who was like a sixth grader, uh, <laughs> had, had, I guess, been watching the movie over and over and over again. And then she finally got around to watching the movie literally like that that week. And then so that's why. Oh, that's awesome. And is it still streaming on Netflix? It is still streaming on Netflix, and it's available on DVD and Blu-ray, and and um, and VOD. So everyone should buy it, right? Oh, sh well, sure, if, if they're so inclined, or <laughs> there you go. <laughs> if uh, yeah, or if they have Netflix. Um, yeah, the funny thing is, or the the ongoing joke that I also have with your sister is like, I get these like random you know kids who see me on the street, or you know hit me up on on email or something like that, and um, so I, I get the sensation that it it actually has been seen pretty decently because i i'm like i can't i myself cannot remember if i'd seen let's say like for example like <laughs> you watch an independent especially an independent movie right it's not like it's tom cruise or brad pitt or anything and i if i watch something i don't think i could pick a you know like the the main actors uh off the street if i saw them or recognize them even if i just saw the movie maybe like yesterday you know and so i'm like man how do these kids 
It's strange. It's a strange. <laughs> strange Are you wearing a ping pong player shirt when you go out? <laughs> no, <laughs> you're wearing. Your, yeah, like, maybe they're confusing me for Jeremy Lin or the, something. The costume yeah. from the. Uh, but the, the the running joke is that I'm like these kids. I'm like they you know they run into me. They want a picture or whatever. And I'm like, you wouldn't happen to be the child of a major studio executive, <laughs> would you? <laughs> of course, the answer, the way the micro has been going, is always in, inevitably no. <laughs> so. um Bill is in the in the middle of uh, pre-production for his independent film that he's it's a uh, nightmare that he's oh, uh, directing. It's and a nightmare. Yeah, are you going to put yourself in? Literally, it? I can't sleep. Um, I don't think so. There's a small, uh, silent gag that I would be perfect for, but it's it's been so overwhelming already that I don't I don't want to take on more than I can handle. Yeah. Um. So, Jimmy, you're from Houston. Uh, right? Planet Houston. <laughs> How, or is it? Oh, God. Are you Zod. in town visiting? I uh, know. I actually live in, in Los Angeles now. I've been in California for the last, uh, close to 20 years. Oh. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I came out to school here in uh, Berkeley and then moved down to LA as soon as I was over and done with. But you, so how, when did you know that you wanted to be in the movie business? Uh, pretty early on. I mean, I was, uh, the type of kid that, you know, like in middle school and high school was like, you know, turning in like video projects for, for book reports and such. And so, um, I, I kind of have still have those. <laughs> they're, they're somewhere on VHS tape. Yeah. You I have to get this transferred I, over. Which I, books? <laughs> Little women. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we did this. Um, I like, you know, we did a, like a Wayne's world type of spinoff thing on a book report that we, we, I think it was like a Dean Koontz, you know, the, the mm. horror writer Dean yeah. Koontz. It was one of his books and we did like a little Wayne's world spoof and then we like stuck our own trailers on there. And, and, um, I just had a lot of fun, I think, entertaining my classmates. And so that's when I kind of got the bug fairly oh. early on. Are you on Twitter, by the way? I am on Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? I, I don't tweet a lot, but I think it's Superfly Psy, I believe. <laughs> um, okay. There, there should be a picture of a, of a dinosaur chomping on some cereal, I think, as my avatar. Um, that is, of course, the picture from the monster cereal Zilla Vanilla. The unknown monster cereal that uh, that was invented for the movie, actually. Right, and you designed that, right? I did, I did. Because I, I don't have you guys. You guys remember um, back in the eighties, uh, General Mills had a run of monster oh, yeah. cereals, Count Chocula, exactly. So Booberry, the most popular still around. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. So it's, so it was. You can never find Booberry though. Right. Oh yeah. See, that's how it was in Texas. So you know there was a Count Chocula and then Frankenberry, and then. Mm-hmm. I saw like on a commercial there was this like a third mystical one booberry and I was like hey we don't get no booberry and it's I, good. I, oh I come to find out like I guess there's like regional preferences for mm-hmm. cereals now there was even a fourth and fifth even lesser known monster cereals like real ones um that popped up in these uh, Tarantino movies well one of them did he had like this box of fruit brute you ever heard right. so okay so here's here's how it went it's like Count Chocula was the vampire right Frankenberry was obviously Frankenstein's monster Booberry was a ghost. Booberry. <laughs> and then Fruit Brute was a werewolf fruit flavored cereal. And then the even lesser known fifth huh. one was Yummy Mummy, which was obviously. That one I remember vaguely. Okay. So that was like, that was even. I, uh, fruit is a generous uh, term for the flavor of <laughs> cereals. <laughs> right, right. Exactly, exactly. And for Fruit Brute is, doesn't conjure up images of werewolves. That, that's really. Ooh. 
Yeah, that, he was. That one's weak. Fruit, yeah, it was fruit. But they were going for the rhyme scheme there. But anyway, so you know, like I actually for for the movie, I invented a line of four additional monster cereals, and then uh, Jessica picked her favorite one. But it was uh, Zilla Vanilla, which was the one that ended up making it in because you know Zilla Vanilla Godzilla, right? So that's the Godzilla cereal, mm-hmm. um, and that obviously had a little bit of an Asian flavor to it, you know, because Godzilla, uh. you know. So I think that's why she picked that. But then did the flavor Sriracha reflect flavor. in the cereal? <laughs> no, we didn't actually make the cereal we just made a cereal box and then there was a wasted gr- opportunity right? yeah so i had godzilla that had wasabi cereal <laughs> oh. gr ape which was uh, king kong right like that's the, good the gorilla, right? uh, but that's a little bit uh a ripoff of grape ape you know R- yeah in a way but it was ape. <laughs> right? and then the the third one was a hunch munch which was a coffee flavored hunchback. hunchback of notre dame and then of Kids course don't love coffee <laughs> the, the fourth one was uh called invisibility and on the cover of that one was a uh, the invisible man with uh you know spooning out a spoonful of milk out of a bowl of milk because of course the, the cereal was invisible, invisible. yeah that's clever those are like all that. better than a uh, fruit brute <laughs> yeah <laughs> She's not brook. a werewolf. That's dumb. Fruit brook. Um, so Je- Jessica found um, you. She got in touch with you, right? Did she approach you or? No, we actually. Um, the company that I work for, Cherry Sky oh, Films, right. we had actually helped Jessica out a little bit on a documentary that she had done um, previously called "In the Realms of the Unreal," which was about the artist, the reclusive artist Henry Darger or Darger, however you pronounce it, and. Um, we had such a great time working with her that we were like, okay, let's find another project to work with her again on. And at that time, you had those, uh, you had the, the sportswear line, right? Right, exactly. The sportswear, it was. Are, is that what, are you wearing a Venom? Is that it? No, that's I'm, Cobra. I, exactly. No, I, yeah, I'm wearing a t-shirt of Cobra, the arch nemesis yeah. of G.I. Joe, a terrorist. Great American hero, G.I. Joe is there. Cobra didn't stand Joe. for anything, right? It wasn't like Spectre or Uncle. Cobra! It was, uh, it was yeah. just that he wanted the, his organization to wrap itself around the world like a cobra and strangle it. Sure. And then they took it off in another whole different direction when the movie came out. That's not dumb. The, no, not that's, the live that, action I don't, movie. I don't, I don't acknowledge the existence of that. I've watched both <laughs> movies multiple times. The cobra. Stupid. Stupid. I'll buy a Destro wears a metal head. Jago Lev was in the first one. Terrible. Well, who's that? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Fuck him. Bridges oh, Meredith no, no, was in you, that one. Well, you guys are talking about the live action. Oh, you're talking, talking about, about the, the cartoon. I'm definitely not right. talking about the live action. You don't about the cartoon. You're, so you know what I'm talking about. Definitely not yeah. talking about the live action. They, they had a cool, uh, they, they kind of, uh, souped up the, the theme song, though. Oh, do, you, do you remember that? Yeah. Go, go ahead. Give us a little. I was trying to think. Fighting for freedom wherever there's trouble over land and sea and air. That nope. was G.I. <laughs> Joe was there. No, no. Okay, mm. all right, no. So that, that's what got you interested in movies. Uh, but you had a sports line, uh, Venom Sportswear, right? Right. Well, we actually, I mean, that whole thing was kind of a multimedia experiment, I guess. Cause we, I, I, initially when I came up with that, it was like kind of an excuse to just make these commercials for a fictitious clothing company and then where you uh, took on the character of christopher c dove right Wong. exactly and so my friend was like why don't you just do a short run of the the actual clothing line and so we'll actually just set up a website and so we did it for real but it was really the the impetus for the whole thing was to you know make these commercials featuring this funny character like beating up on some little kids at basketball right right <laughs> and you were denied because of uh your your genetic makeup <laughs> yes of yeah. course. and this of course all predated Jeremy Lin, by the way, and the whole insanity thing. 
anything. And so we were like, I think, way ahead of our time. Yeah, you um, wanted to be the first uh, Chinese American basketball player, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, in the NBA. That, right. Exactly. And then, of course, you know, those dreams were actually dashed even before that because there was. Well, I guess technically the first. Uh, Wang Zizi was the first Chinese player, so but he wasn't a Chinese American, and so there was a you know a distinction right. among, you know between that. But um, but yeah, but you know like even in the movie, like you know, Sita was you know had the whole Rockets jersey on because of the whole Yao Ming Yao thing, Ming, and yeah. of course Jeremy right. know, eventually played. And for who's the a Japanese guy who played for the Suns for a little bit? Oh, Yuta Tabuse, right? Yeah. He was um he was around for a little bit. He I think he hopped around. He was uh, I want injuries, see, right? He was on the Clippers even. Yeah, well, I think it was yeah, it might have been part, partially injuries, but he was just he, you know, he didn't have the height. He was like 5 mm-hmm. 8 or 8 or 5 9. He was on the Clippers for a little bit. I think I want to say the Mavericks. Wow. Yeah. Um but you're taller than that. What's your problem? I, uh, yeah, what'd I you just, do wrong? <laughs> How tall are you? I am 6'1". I'm oh, yes. Plenty of 6'1". I just, players exactly yeah but they're not as bad as i am uh, i just couldn't I, I mean at my peak i was probably able to grab the rim but i just could just not get around to dunk it because you know you need that extra like six or seven inches to get your hand above the rim and i just just never plyometrics <laughs> man that's the way to go i know i, I discovered plyometrics way too oh, late some of those career. bouncy shoes you yeah. need really elaborate I, bouncy shoes oh they, they well they actually <laughs> they made those and they outlawed them in the nba i don't know if you guys heard about that there's there's yeah, a, yeah there's a company mm-hmm. that actually made a shoe that had springs in them and and it got banned by the nba because the nba was like it's a un, you know uh, unfair yeah, competitive but advantage. you can't run as fast in those you know because you they're absorbing your your impact right? yeah knees are flying up into your eye sockets when <laughs> yeah. you're trying to pick oh, up that's why it's dangerous yeah. it's, uh, people could get hurt um, so what I'm trying to do is get around to you memorizing movies. Jessica was very insistent that I. Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's so when you were in high school. That that little hobby of mine probably started, I think, in college. And I, you know, there was a, a number of movies. I don't know, how, you know, how much you guys watch movies. Um, or actually, you know what? I, I'll take I take that back. No, the the memorization, right? That did take place in middle school and high school. The whole tapes, the movies on tapes, didn't start until college. But you would so, memorize the whole entire dialogue. Yeah, you would, exactly. you, you would record them on cassettes, yeah. just the the audio, mm. and right. memorize the lines. Right, but the, the quote. Uh, did you retain any of them? Uh, some of them. Well, the, so the the quoting of movies. <laughs> it's really hard to be around Jimmy because he'll be like, "What's this quote? Guess you know. Come on, what's okay, this from? Okay, give us one. Well, okay, well, okay. What's the first one that you put on? Give us a quote from the first one that you put on tape. Ooh, okay. Um, I mean, there's so many to choose from from that movie, but okay. All right. Um, I'm trying to think of one that won't give it away. Well, you can start easy and build up to the harder stuff. Okay. Um, gosh, now I'm drawing a total blank. Go with Luke. Oh, okay, I am okay, your okay. father. No, no, okay, that's the easy one. Okay. Pepper. Repeat after me. Pepper. Papikash. That's a really Sounds kind of vaguely wow. familiar. See, you went for you went for a deep okay. cut. You want, okay? I told you to go easy. I don't yeah, yeah we're, I'm terrible <laughs> about movie quotes. It was it the, uh, it was it the Helen Keller? No, no, no. Um, 
<laughs> I'm trying to think of another Wawa. Water, Helen. See what? <laughs> Water. Well, the first movie Wah-wah. that that whole sequence is. Oh gosh, now I'm just okay. What was what? it? Was when Harry met Sally. That's a really obscure one. But so that was the first one you put on cassette. Yeah, because when you're like Nora Ephron is just gold, and well, I wanted. There the, was a series of I think you know like dialogue driven movies that you know like uh, that Nora Ephron wrote, including she didn't direct When Harry Met Sally, but she wrote When Harry Met Sally, and then like you know Sleepless in Seattle and I, that one I didn't put on tape but like When Harry Met Sally is a movie that you can watch when Tom Hanks acted with Meg Ryan <laughs> right yeah that you can <laughs> no Jimmy, well, Billy Crystal that's Billy Crystal yeah oh right with, I was thinking yeah. of Joe versus the Volcano um, Sleepless in Seattle mm-hmm. right you've and got mail you got mail right exactly there's that trilogy but um, if the you trilogy. go back in, and, <laughs> that's the Tom Hanks yeah, that, Tom Hanks nor Evan trilogy um, Joe versus the Volcano is definitely the Empire Strikes Back of that trilogy yeah <laughs> and Nora Ephron wasn't near that one so well like so when Harry Met Sally is such a dialogue a driven movie. movie that you can literally like watch it or you know listen, listen to, to it, it on tape and you know you can still get the entire meaning okay of the give movie. us another one from a different movie oh um are these all your lunches you mean you eat other people's lunches Kindergarten Cop. Ah, okay. oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Never oh. even seen it. <laughs> How did you know from the accent? Uh, the accent did, and the context. Yeah, that's good. You were you were thinking, Daddy, <laughs> Papa. <laughs> oh, what about this one? Um, you forgot the the third rule in a crisis situation. Yeah. Is it Die Hard? Let's tell us what the yeah. third rule is. Duck. Yeah. Uh, oh. oh, Silver Streak. No, that's. <laughs> Marty, you should. Uh, uh, is it true lies? No. The, or I'll go backwards. The second rule in the t- crisis situation. <laughs> if you bluff, prepare to have your bluff called. Uh, that's still Arnold. It yeah. sounds like Arnold. Com- I'm just going to go through it. Commando. <laughs> okay, let me give you another one. Con oh, Air. And your predator. back is even worse than your front. You look like you're about to explode. Oh, ah. Right now, everybody this listening is, is just like, movie that I are, not they're seen. yelling at their, their computers. Yeah. Through the lips, over the gums. Watch out, stomach, here it comes. Well, that's been <laughs> said in, <laughs> in every middle, middle school. <laughs> I'm going to know it as soon as you say it. Oh, okay, tell on. us. It's from the movie Twins. Oh, I never oh, saw I that movie. That. What? Yeah, I did not see so it either. So tw- Twins was one of these movies, you know, in addition to Kindergarten Cop, Child's Play 1 and 2, Karate Kid 1 and 2 that my brother and I would watch over and over and, and over and over again. And so we'd pick up like little lines here and there from, um, especially from Karate Kid and Karate Kid 2. And, and I don't know if you guys ever had this little habit, but we would find these little, um, you know, they're they're not necessarily pertinent moments to the plot, but they were just funny. They would get funnier and funnier upon rewinding and watching it over and over and over. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are always the. It was like the out. Frozen of your day. <laughs> I, I guess in the sense I don't know if people do people quote Frozen. You I mean, were you songs. were the Elsa of your time, oh. <laughs> right? Okay. Well, for example, in Robot Jocks, um, there's a moment when the right, android my, when the mic. android starts attacking people, and he sneaks up on them in the kitchen with a bowl, and he goes, "I thought we could whip up a batch of cookies," and that's supposed to scare everybody, but it's like not plot context. It's not significant, but you take it out of context, and that becomes one of the buzz phrases between you and your friends. I don't even know what Robot Jocks is. Well, that's because you're a fucking loser. I never saw that. Oh, we can, <laughs> you don't know what Robot Jocks is? Yeah, I, I remember the movie, but I never Nobody saw Nobody watch Robot Jocks. Marty, you're doing it exactly right. <laughs> don't <laughs> watch Robot Jocks. It, it, for, well, for example, like for us, it was like, for example, in, in the movie Karate Kid, right? 
Um, Which is a really well-directed movie. Absolutely. And you can watch that movie over. I mean, I was picking up stuff off of Karate Kid just like in the last year, even though I've seen it at least like a hundred times. But, you know, like, for example, it would be like moments like in the final tournament, right? When you would see the guys in the back, like, you know, Johnny's, you know, going up against Daniel. And then there'd be the guy in the back going, get him in a body bag. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) It's those weird out of context lines. Those are the types of things that we would like rewind. Okay. But here's the thing. Why in robot jacks? No. But why <laughs> so did you record these movies on tape? Um, partially it was, I think, motivated by, well, that was when I was up in Berkeley and, you know, like I would come down to LA, uh, you know, during the summers and intern in the business. And, you know, there's that long, like five and a half, six hour drive. Mm-hmm. And then if you put in an, in an hour and a half, two hour movie and you had two or three of those, then your time it, and this was remember this is all before like podcasts were invented right and so so did you hold the tape player up to the tv and just play the movie no 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 no, yeah, no. The, I, the, the vcr can, out yeah you could use the rca cables you know like the, well you could use the rca <laughs> <laughs> yeah you just get an rca you know out you know you'd have to get a cassette recorder that had some type of input usually like a, a an eighth inch mm. you know like a headphone jack input um and then you could record it directly from uh from the vcr but yeah so it, you know like these days you go on a long road trip you can you know catch up on your podcast you know you yeah, yeah, like yeah. three or four hours worth of podcast and it the time just flies but back then we didn't have podcasts so i listened to movies on tape and but you also did you listen to them just driving around town oh yeah absolutely i mean so why did you do that <laughs> oh how how could you not love a always bbc closing always be closing AIDA, attention, interest, decision, action, attention. Do I have your attention? Interest, are you interested? I know you are because that's fuck or walk. Decision. Have you made your decision for Christ? And action. Uh, Last temptation of Christ. Giselle, do you know that one? Uh, Is that the gecko one? Yeah. No, 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 no. No, it's not the gecko one. I've been in this business 15 years. What's your name? Fuck you. That's my name. Boiler room. The boiler room. You're getting close. You're getting close. Because. You, uh, Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> you drove an eighty thousand. You, you drove a uh, Honda here, here. I drove an eighty thousand dollar BMW. That's my name. <laughs> you know his son. Oh. Um, uh, Robert Downey. <laughs> no, no. You personally know the writer's son. Oh, I personally know the writer's son. Oh, now I'm. I, I'm my. I have a paper jam in my brain. Glen Gary, Glen Ross. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. That's isn't, Alec Baldwin. From isn't that Glenn the Gary Gecko Glen. one? No, Gordon Gecko is from Wall Street. Oh, that's yeah. right. I was, okay. But Boiler Room, I think, was, you know, directly influenced by Glen Gary, Glen and then Ross. Both, yeah, just and both had, <laughs> both had Spacey, right? Didn't, no. Oh, Spacey? No, Spacey wasn't in that one. He, uh, that had what Vin Diesel is that right? I think Vin Diesel, Ben Affleck wasn't Ben Affleck in Boiler Room, or was it Casey Affleck? I think it was Ben, it sure. might, or it might have been both. Because let's, let's go with both. Okay, I, <laughs> I have was a careful movie not quote. to see By the way, Room. Joseph, Ooh, I want to hear this. Joseph Gordon Watson and uh, Darren both uh, both got twins. So oh, excellent. Yeah, and he, and then uh, Darren said that uh, Yuta Tabuse currently plays for uh, the JBL Super League in Japan and has done so since two thousand eight. Ah, uh, yeah, he, yeah, he, he never quite made that NBA transition, unfortunately. I have a quote. Okay, let's From hear. a movie. Is and it Silver if, Streak? No, it's, it's not Silver Streak, <laughs> although I do have a quote from that, but I tweeted it. Um, <laughs> so everybody would know the answer. 
Uh, okay, here it goes. I'll try to do the accent too. Okay, and it have a swear word in it. So if there are young children listening, maybe you want to turn it down. Fuck off, little kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, fuck you, Leroy. You a fucker. That was my audition, Leroy. You a fucker. Fame? Fame. Yes, you got, got it, it right away. I, I haven't you, seen I, it. I just know I, there's a character I saw named Leroy. Leroy. Yeah, with the, with the cornrows, right? Well, see, yeah. When you say Leroy, I think Bruce Leroy. Oh, what movie was he in? No, no. Mm-mm. I'm the show. I'm show enough. The Shogun of Harlem. Oh, uh, Bruce Leroy. Last, last dragon. Yeah. Is it? Is Bruce Leroy? Yeah, it's uh That's the last dragon. Huh? The last oh dragon. my god. Very good. Okay, do us another one. <laughs> <laughs> This is fun. Another, I'd like to try to get. I, I oh feel God. like, yeah, I feel like I've given you like the, at least the movies that these. Okay, um, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to skip the character's name because you're gonna get it. But <clears throat> what is best in life? To crush your enemies. <laughs> to crush your enemies. You see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. Three hundred. Conan the Barbarian. Oh, there you go. Conan the Barbarian. Okay. It's correct. What was the character in there? You, you don't Con- get. I, he, you he, don't he, get Schwarzenegger saying <laughs> lamentation unless it's <laughs> unless a it Conan movie written <laughs> by some crazy uh, John Milius <laughs> guy. Yeah, the beginning of that quote is Conan. What is best in life? Oh, and and even preceding that is, is that Wilt Chamberlain saying the, that? It's some Asian. His like Asian warlord oh, right, master, right. right? He's like Diane. What is best in life? And then the one guy first gives the response: um, a freed horse, the open step. Falcons at at, the, at your rest and the wind in your hair. Wrong, <laughs> right? And then that's when Conan he says, "Conan, what is best in life?" Oh, <laughs> and then of course Conan okay. gets the correct Okay, do you have any that come from rom coms? Oh well, there was the whole like when Harry met. <laughs> I guess I haven't. The, the reason that I draw a blank on when Harry met, uh, met Sally is because it, it's been a while since I. Uh, Were you into romantic comedies? Is that your was time? that your jam? It was. It had to do with a young lady at the time. Who really? Was really into when Harry met Sally, and, and I thought, and it, he thought <laughs> if I quote every single line from it, she's gonna love. Exactly. <laughs> that, how'd that work out for you? Not quite so well. <laughs> but that's initially why I, I I got into that movie. It was. Uh, uh, when when Harry Metzeli has uh, has quite a number of, of interesting and qu- very quotable passages, um, and I don't know why I'm totally drawing a blank on them right now. But I used to have, yeah, I used to have entire passages of that movie uh, memorized. Um, I would just rent movies based on the box. Oh yeah, that's yeah. That's why I ended was... up seeing Robot Jocks. <laughs> that makes sense. It's a really good box. I like the. I have the poem from the movie The Gray. Did you see The Gray? Oh, the Liam Neeson movie? Oh, I love oh, that yeah, movie. Sure. Did Joe, you see Joe Carnahan, it? Is that, is that where he's yeah. fighting off wolves? Yes. 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 It is a great it, movie. It is a pretty good and I think underwatched movie. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, once more unto the fray, into the greatest fight I've ever known. Live and die on this day. Live and die on this day. Well, let me give you a quote from, a, a, I wow. guess, a movie that could be considered a, a cinematic cousin of The Grey, just in terms of what it's about. But what about, what about this? Um, you know, uh, little boys, oh gosh, how did that go? Uh, say it with me. I'm going to kill the bear. I'm going to kill the bear. Um, what one man can do, another can do. What one man can oh, do, another can do. I like this movie. Yeah. yeah I don't remember it, but I liked it. What was <laughs> it? Wait, wait, let me think. Because I'm going to kill the monster. Grizzly Man. 
<laughs> um, it's well, that is the, what it is. The about. edge. The edge. There you go. Oh, right. That was the a, edge. That was a, a very good Hopkins right there. Um, it, and that's again, that's a movie Hopkins that Hopkins is like one of the worst hams. Like I can't believe oh, it. he's so terrible. It's a, yeah, David Mamet again. The, oh yeah, yeah. The brilliant David Mamet uh, dialogue. So, Alex so Nora Ephron or David Mamet? Ooh, Nora Mamet. <laughs> I'd probably go with David Mamet just because there is that that Mamfron, <laughs> that triumvirate of, of the Untouchables, and then you know plus the Edge plus uh, We're No Angels. And, uh, I never saw We're No Angels. Not so good. Um, White Oleander. What was the one uh, with where he was the father of the lady who fell in love with the devil, played by Brad Pitt? Oh, no, that not Meet Joe Black. Meet, yes, meet, that's right. Oh, I love Meet Joe Black. I like actually, it too. yes, that was a good movie. I think very, very, very underwatched. It's romantic. As well. Martin Brest. It is. That's a very yeah, Martin Brest. Man, that guy could not make a short movie, and apparently he was uh, just—he was a big screamer, yeller. Oh yeah, but well, did like, great movies. Yeah, Mid- the movie Midnight too. Run and. Midnight Run is one of my favorite movies of all yeah. time. That's a good movie. It's that's one of my funny. all-time favorite movies. Oh, wait. I'm thinking... Oh, yeah, that's the one with the guy in Yeah, I got the... an ulcer. I got a big fucking ulcer. <laughs> Love that movie. <laughs> um, I do want to take movie. a moment... Make a sandwich. Grab a glass of milk. Do some fucking thing. Uh, I do want to take a, a moment to just uh, give a, um, a recognition to Sam Simon, who uh, just passed away this past week. Simpsons uh, co-creator? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's one of the Simpsons co-creator. He... Uh, was apparently a, a real piece of work, you know, not the easiest person to work with, but you know, he, he, uh, one of his first jobs was uh, working on Taxi as a writer, and he, um, he was, I think, in his early twenties, and he sent them a script, uh, just you know, uh, a spec script, and they liked it. They hired him, and they actually filmed the his episode. Hmm. That, the which spec. Is, yeah, the spec, which wow. is n- never done. Yeah, right. <laughs> and now you've continued to spread this, uh, this, this myth that it actually yeah. does occur. <laughs> yeah. And, and then he ended up, you know, uh, five or six seasons in running the show. Um, and so he's like one of I the youngest showrunners. Show yeah. And, uh, then he worked on the Tracy Ullman show. I mean, he did a ton of different things working in animation and stuff. And then from there created The Simpsons. And then three seasons in, they, I think he had some disagreements with uh, other two producers, and I don't know quite the details, but he uh, he left the show, and still his his name is in the credits, and he's continued to make like you know millions of dollars a year for doing nothing. Oh hey yeah, if you can create one of these shows, that's, yeah. that's all you do is just yeah. collect paychecks. So he was making like nine million dollars a year just you know from something he did twenty years ago, like. Uh, but I would have thought it would have been more than nine million. Um, for doing nothing, yeah, no, that's off the new stuff, you know. Um, but well, wouldn't licensing and all that other? Oh, uh, he might have had all that. He stuff? might have had money from that as well. That might be a separate deal. But he, uh, uh, he more or less retired. He d- did some consulting work. He worked on ang- anger management and directed some stuff. But uh, but you know, he basically paid, played poker and then set up all these foundations, saving animals and and stuff like that little known fact about him uh he would only eat red licorice for dessert really yeah that's well, all he would eat. red vines or twizzlers he was partial to red vines red vines is a staple of every production craft service yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's because of sam simon uh, people don't really realize that but he I was the one that. yeah um did you know him no 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 uh 
Yeah. We tried, but our schedules just did not mesh. But he uh, he succumbed to complications from colon cancer that he had for many, many years. He had terminal cancer for several years and continued to be incredibly you know, productive and, and uh, helpful in the world. So we should all be so lucky, and uh, let's all raise a red vine to him today. To Sam Simon. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's, I, I, I'm sure he would appreciate that. Speaking of Simpsons-related quotes, okay, oh. here, let me... Sell crazy somewhere else. It's from The Simpsons. We're all stocked up here. How about that one? There's, there's a connection there with The Simpsons. And the um, one flew over the cuckoo nest. No, but you got the right actor though. The Indian guy. <laughs> <laughs> my impression must. My Jack Nicholson impression. Danny DeVito. <laughs> my Nicholson impression must be pretty terrible. Where did they teach you this stuff in some sailor wanna hump hump? No, it's not ringing any bells for you. Oh, Mosquito Coast. <laughs> <laughs> he was not in it. <laughs> but he said that when he saw it. <laughs> it's from the movie As Good As It Gets. Jack Nicholson. Oh, Rick. yeah. No, no, I saw it. And the connection, of I course, don't think is. I saw it. Do you, oh, I don't. Because um, uh, James Brooks. There you go. Oh. Uh, yeah. So, how many times did you see As Good As It Gets? Uh, I don't know. Over the course of the last 15 years, I don't know. That's a movie that I've probably seen like. Ten, maybe ten times, let's say, but it's that one speech hmm. that's, or that line always comes up because you know someone will invariably say something kind of stupid, and then I will say, "That sounds crazy. Sell crazy somewhere else. We're all stocked up here." That's actually um, something that I I wanted to say to uh, some Jehovah's Witnesses, you know, hmm. when they came knocking on the door. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was either that, or I don't know if you guys remember in "Do the Right Thing." That's one of the things that Mookie, when he comes out of his brownstone, like there's some Jehovah's Witnesses that are just coming up the sidewalk. And, and he doesn't even say anything. He just says, hell no. No <laughs> way. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that you said like, oh, it just comes up in conversation. Like as if it comes up in every conversation. But then you said, then I say. So it only comes up in your conversation <laughs> because you bring it up. Well, but no, but if someone invariably says something like, oh, that's, uh, you know, that sounds like craziness, right? Then the response, just like I think I was telling Marty the other day, like, um, you know, in conversation, the phrase that comes up, you know, from someone would invariably be, oh, come on, give, come, you know, give me a break. I'm trying my best. And then, of course, my natural response is, your best. Losers always whine about their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. Oh, uh, Rudy. <laughs> no? No, that sounded like um Okay, yeah. Sean Connery? Yeah, Sean the Connery is the correct oh. I, I know, no. Carrie. Sean Connery was not in the movie Carrie. I know that. <laughs> uh, okay. Finding Forrester. Oh. The quote from The Untouchables will, will, uh, will uh League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> oh man. See, you, you I'm know, I'm just what? amazed that you saw we, this because it gets ten times. Like, I went. I can't think this. of any movie I've seen ten times. I went through this with Jimmy the other night, <laughs> where I was guessing, basically going through Sean Connery's IMDb list, and I still don't remember what Zardoz. <laughs> you guys, uh, let me give you another <laughs> quote from. Pretty sure it was somebody, Zardoz. Somebody tweet in what that movie was, and if you get it before we do, you get uh, today's gold star. Um, have you ever, have you ever heard the movie? Uh, have you ever heard the song Rocket Man? I don't like that soft ass shit. Well, cause that's you. You're the Rocket Man. 
That doesn't sound no. like Sean Connery anymore. No, that's right. This that's is different Samuel actors. L. Jackson. No, no, no. It's from it's, the same movie? It's Candyman, yeah. From the, well, not the actor is Candyman. Right, right. The black guy. I don't listen to that soft ass oh. shit. No? Sounds like something from Predator, but Sean Connery. Lethal Weapon. <laughs> oh, God. You guys, I'm way off. You guys are killing me here. I have a quote you won't get. <laughs> what, what was the Sean no, Connery no, we're, one? We're going to wait. We're going to oh, see. Oh, we're going to see. Okay. Then meantime, here is a quote you won't get. Uh, I dug a hole, Dad. <laughs> That's it. I, I dug a hole, Dad. I dug a hole, Dad. That sounds like kind of like Forrest Gump. But Fences. I, I think well, you can't trust my accent. Is it, <laughs> is it the children's movie Holes? It's from the Australian classic The Castle. Which I recommend. Very oh, that's one of my movies. favorite movies of Isn't all time. How's the serenity? Tell him he's dreaming. Ah, he's dreaming. God, I love <laughs> what that, is movie. that movie. So the much. castle. Go on. It's, about it's not a house. It's a home. <laughs> <laughs> it's about a family fighting eminent domain. They want to raise the house to make way for the airport, and the guys stand up for the house. And it's a comedy. It's really funny, and it's sort a good a movie. Super cheesy. Um, well, you, you wouldn't call them blue car. It, it'd be, it's an Australian equivalent of white trash. A trailer trash. Trailer trash. Yeah, yeah. Type Whatever family. the Australian equivalent is. Um, all of Australia. But they, Bogan? They, they Bogan? just have such a good, Bogan. Yeah. Such a is good sense Bogan? of humor about themselves. It's, it's fantastic. And I think, isn't Eric Bana in it briefly? Isn't he the boyfriend who sucks at kung fu? Oh, I don't remember oh, that. Oh, I think I saw that. Oh, it's so good. And he's very funny. Yeah. He's not in it for much at all, but he is very funny. It's a good movie, The Castle. I yeah. recommend it. Um, are, do you guys watch TV at all? Do you watch TV, Jimmy? I I try to watch some TV. Yeah, yeah, for work purposes. Uh, what I do you dabble. Mean? I saw that new Ellie, the new Ellie Goulding. Kemper. Yeah, or, or, or uh, Kimmy Gould. Kimmy. Kimmy, Kimmy Schmidt. Untouchable something something. Unbreakable. Yeah. yeah. Terrible pilot, but I hear it gets much better. Oh. What did you think of the pilot of the first man on earth, last man on earth? I I haven't seen that. The one. last man I, on oh, earth. Oh, is that the uh, the Will Forte? Yeah, Will Forte. I really want to see uh, that. Okay, then I we won't not, spoiler. Uh, 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 don't say, don't say, don't Kristen say, don't, don't say. You give away too much. Kristen Shaw. Oh, that's been given it. away in all the promos. It's not. So oh, you watch those? Uh, mm-hmm. Oh. I I've, I've been reading about this show for okay, like a year. So I'm excited know. about this. I okay. enjoyed it thoroughly. Oh. Yeah, you didn't. Well, I must say that uh, I liked. Once she came on and there was just bickering, then I'm out. It's just two people arguing. But they're funny though. They're charming. Nah, I, I, I said they're charming. Nah. I, I watch mostly cable shows these days. Uh, admittedly, um, would you guys watch a Better Call Saul? I, just, I haven't seen it yet. I have not seen oh. it. It's really good. This past week's episode was amazing. Jonathan Banks, he plays um, uh, Mike Ehrman. Ehrman By Trot. the way, the gold stars go to Tyson, Chris Brown, and Jenny Marie, who all got The Rock. Welcome to The Rock. Jimmy's looking for some reaction. And I never just, saw it. And Giselle and Bill are just on their devices, just looking down, ignoring the I never saw that it. sweeping score. I, All I, I know can't is, help. I never saw it. Did you like your haircut? I still, I, I, I still haven't seen it. <laughs> How about now? I didn't have time to watch it between the previous quote. Okay, and that you quote. do a movie quote, and I will do a fake reply in the movie because I've never seen it. <laughs> Okay. You, so you're going to be the character in the movie replying to... <laughs> yes, okay, I'm going to be the it. character in the movie replying, but it never happened. Oh, point. this is a great fucking game. Here we go. <laughs> okay. 
Here we go. Standouts, uh, they're Marines. Oh, wait, no, no. the lead up to that is, gosh, I forget what the lead up lines is, but okay. Um, we're not soldiers. Uh, when we agreed to take money, we became mercenaries and mercenaries get paid. Now, where's my fucking money? Here you go. Half a roll of quarters, mister. <laughs> By the way, if you know that, tweet in. Let us know. You, well, that's from the that's from the same movie. That's oh, apologies to the mail sack, but we're not going to get to you today. We're just going to keep doing this. For <laughs> that's, another hour. that's from The Rock. Yeah, but I remember such, that scene. Okay, do another such one. Such a quotable oh, movie. God. Oh, now you're putting me on the spot. Um, okay, I'll one, do one it. more. One more. Okay, one more. Good. One more. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, from a different movie. From a different movie. Okay, I'm do a Conan one. <laughs> uh, the Krom laughs at your four winds. Luckily, I have a fifth wind. <laughs> <laughs> that that's from the uh, conversation about um, deities between Conan and and his friend Sultai. Of course, <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice. Who, who, who do you pray to? I pray to the four winds, the everlasting sky. Have you been watching Fresh Off the Boat? I have, yes. This will be an interesting conversation for our listeners. Jimmy, are you Chinese too? Uh, Technically, I'm Taiwanese, yeah. You're Taiwanese, (laughs) and Marty is Chinese, and this boat, Fresh Off the Boat, this television show, Mm -hmm. is about Chinese-American family? Chinese-American. They're technically supposed to be Taiwanese, yeah, because uh, Eddie Huang, the uh, author of the original book, is from Taiwan, yeah. Yeah. So you have not only your opinion just as viewers, but also as Taiwanese-American, Chinese-American. Yeah, he doesn't sound. Uh, Randall Park doesn't sound very Taiwanese, does he? The, the, I mean, it's it's always, I think, going to be problematic to try to get a show like that on broadcast without compromising itself, because you know, broadcast shows are by definition trying to appeal to the broadest Lowest, audience. Yeah, and so um, you know, I really sympathize with uh, Eddie's. Uh, letters and you know when he was uh, uh, interviewed about the the whole uh, show and how you know kind of he spoke out about you know these various different things and, and what did he say and, you know like that the show wasn't really able to keep it real and you know that his oh he was distancing himself from the show yeah but he came back and said basically but you know it's still historic and so people should you know still support it mm-hmm. um, because it's kind of all that we have and and I, <laughs> I kind of so sad it is right. but I, I mean I kind of agree with it and then you know coming from kind of you know semi-insider perspective i you know it, you can see how it can happen because in, in in broadcast shows there there's so many chefs in the kitchen you know again you're going for the you know the the lowest common denominator type of joke it's um, right. you can't get edgy material that, that's uh, why i um i thought that selfie was a more landmark show because you had a delightful karen gillen uh yeah and uh john Cho because you had an asian-american be and a, a Scottish woman. Be a romantic lead without like drawing huge attention to the fact that he's Asian, right? I, and he's just right. A, it was irrelevant. Just a, yeah, those are the kind of two schools of not thought. irrelevant, but it, it wasn't the point. Right, right, right. It was being there. Yeah, and I, the two kind of philosophies and schools of thought. It wasn't I, chopsticks and haggis, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know like, that's a although new, that is a buddy cop a show that I would watch. Show. I would watch it do <laughs> Quick, quick, do, do a line from chopsticks and haggis, and then Giselle, you respond. Okay. <laughs> Wait, who, am I playing? Your chopsticks and she's haggis. 
You telling me you've never had <laughs> Mugu Gaipan in your entire life? Uh, <laughs> I've seen a guy with a pen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's the top of the hour. And you're I, listening I, to the Spodcast Morning Show on the Spodcast Internet Radio Network. Mugu Gaipan is actually like an American. Yeah, yeah. Type of thing yeah, right but that, that's that's Chopstick's whole thing. It's like right. it's like <laughs> I'm getting too old for this egg roll. <laughs> <laughs> The, so the the two schools of thought are that you know the the way to ha- get more diversity is one through like the the selfie type of philosophy, which is oh just you know have Asians or Asian Americans portray characters without having to really acknowledge their ethnicity because we are a part of kind of the you know American fabric or so highlight their, their ethnicity right yeah. no right and then the other school of thought of is of course to you know just celebrate the ethnicity and to go ahead and acknowledge it and not laugh at it but you know, uh, I guess appreciate it, um, and, and and I always hate to use the word like tolerate because tolerate is it, is is you know it means like oh it, you're it's holding there, your you nose while you're yeah, watching and it. it's yeah. not it's not about tolerating it's about ultimately appreciating and celebrating each other's differences and I, and I think those those two camps are not you know mutually exclusive yeah. or they're not you know one's not right and one's not well, wrong ultimately both, w- yeah. it has to be funny or engaging you know or you know that that's the most important thing yeah. like a show has to be good yeah if it's got a heavy-handed agenda regardless of it being a good agenda it's not going to work right well Ed, eddie brought up the the really good point about the kind of uh, the is, is paradox the right word um about how you know they wanted to to do an adaptation of his <laughs> book another episode because, of chopsticks <laughs> because of the the specific specificity of his voice and his experiences but but uh, of course the irony is that when they turn it into a network show show they try to broaden it and so they basically get rid of its uniqueness right mm-hmm. and so but then again like that is the objective ultimately of network television right and yeah i mean it would be nice if they had jokes that in it i maybe they do that that only that are very asian oriented that not like you know that would be an inside joke for asians you know yeah yeah I but they know. they can't because they they don't want to appeal to that i mean we're such a small segment of the audience but still, but, it can but still you be can funny. make that work there's um yeah. i'm forgetting what it is I mean, it may come to me but there's a there's a film um about native americans that worked on two levels. I was studying Native American literature at the time, and we watched it. And there were a lot of jokes and a lot of references and a lot of moments that I only knew because of what I'd been studying or had been explained to me. But the film worked on another level, too, of just people inhabiting this world and being three-dimensional characters. Red River with uh, uh, no. Montgomery Cliff and... No, no, it was much later than that. It was, it was an eighties, eighties movie. Not, but like, there was incredibly this, incentive to the yeah. Native Americans. <laughs> There's this really brief moment of a, of a guy on a CB, uh, and, and he was actually a very famous Native American figure, and you didn't need to know that to get the moment, but if you did know that, it was a richer moment. You know, it can, yeah. it can work on, on I mean, multiple there, levels. There's a lot of English comedy that, you know, I don't get every reference, but I still find them funny. I mean, we tried to do that with Ping Pong Player with, oh, like, yeah, in terms totally. of like, I mean, it's like a, you know, kind of a family kids movie, but then like, you know, I was actually very, always very flattered when I have these like random like college professors come up and say oh hey we teach your movie in really RA, like asian american studies nice. well because we you know like jessica you know um uh, uh, marty your parents are, are especially your mom is, is very steeped in you know asian american history and so there's um you know all these like asian american like history things that we peppered <laughs> in throughout the script that you know again like if if you don't know it it's not like it's going to slow the movie down for you right. but if you do acknowledge it then it's like oh there's this whole another layer and to that, the movie that gives it a, a a level of credibility, you right. know, and it's still a funny sh- movie. I mean, it's a hilarious movie. And random wrestling nods too, as well, that probably even fewer people get. <laughs> like, um, in the last tournament, there are, there are a couple of, uh, physical motions that, uh, 
that I took out of the uh, out of the book of um, Hulk Hogan and Degeneration X. Who I don't know if you guys are familiar with at all. I know you, Hulk. You, you know Hulk. You know D, you don't know Degeneration X. No. It was like this group in like the late uh, late nineties that was spearheaded by Triple H, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. And the road dog Jesse James and the badass Billy Gunn. And I was, well, you didn't I was know. done. I you, was done by uh, what was it? Drink our dog. You didn't know. Well, you ass better call somebody. And that was in the movie. That part wasn't, but it was. <laughs> Jessica was like, they, that was the only creative difference they had. She was like, I can't put it in there. It's idiotic. And he's like, no, no. I, I snuck it's it in there. It's to my character. It's, it's a, it's a little motion that they used to do that was like a crotch shot. It was, oh, yeah. It would, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, but that, it, oh, it's, it's in there. It's yeah. in there. There's a, um, there's a, a, a karate kid. Homage two in that last scene that I don't know if a lot of like people. Karate Kid two homage. No, from uh, oh, Karate Kid one. Okay. It, um, that I don't know if a lot of people pick up on, but uh, there's this scene, for example, where they're announcing the the two final um, combatants for the the championship, and then the uh, the announcer says mispronounces. Uh, Daniel LaRusso from Miyagi, go karate. And then Daniel goes up and, and Miyagi, whispers, Miyagi. Whispers, Miyagi, go karate, right? And right. Then, so we had that exact same moment in the movie. But it's instead of, he's like, she, she says, oh, Christopher C. Dub Wang. And then he goes up and whispers something. He says, Christopher C. Right. That was actually an, an homage to mm-hmm. karate. I don't know if a lot. No one recognizes. Cause it's Wong. You have to, you know. Yeah. It's technically Wong. Yeah. Not, not W-O-N-G, still W-A-N-G. Wong, because yeah. Wang isn't said in exactly, yeah. exactly. So I don't think uh, uh, all the listeners appreciate that. <laughs> you know, we have one listener in Hong Kong who might, but um, yeah, someone in Hong Kong would definitely because it, it's kind of like how um, you know th- the one character in Chinese can be read multiple ways, and then of course gets butchered over here in America, right? right because right. you have like Wang and Huang, and when it should be Wang and Huang, right? Right. Uh, but I mean, I have a somebody. Who, I know who. So the sports bar is Big Wong's. Um, but do they they spell W O N G though, right? No W A N G. Oh, so I got if it's W A N G, then then it should technically be Wong. I know, have Wong. a friend who introduces himself as Huang. And, right, I and did, I, yeah. And I was like, why do you do that? Like, it's, just, it's just easier. It's easier. It's easier, mm-hmm. for, easier. Yeah, for Americans. Yeah, yeah. But oh, it's just such a. I mean, because how hard is Wong to to say? You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, people got it after, for example, like Wang Jianming came um, and made a name for himself on the Yankees. I don't know if you guys are into sports so much, but they started pronouncing his name correctly I, instead of if you. Look, yeah, I can pronounce Zadrunas Ilgauskas. <laughs> <laughs> um, the basketball player Wang Zhiji was, or it's supposed to be Wang Zhiji, right? And and uh, they would just Wang butcher. Zhi. <laughs> I, I did a no. Say it again. Uh, Wang Zhi Zhi. Zhi Zhi. Yeah. Wang Wang <laughs> yeah. Zhi You should tweet out the um the like the links to sounds. the Venom Sportswear mm-hmm. language campaign, which is a series of like man on the street uh, shorts that I did, where I actually uh, you know brought. Uh, little pieces of paper that had, for example, you know, Wang Chuchu spelled out and then Wang asked Chuchu. people to pronounce it. Um, and so you would get like, like Wang Chuchu and Wang Zhiji and, and then there was also like a Yi Jian Lian who came after Wang Chuchu and people would be like Yi Jian Lian. And then of course, the, uh, the kind of trick question was, what is Yao Ming's surname? Hmm. Smith? Rocket? Um, right. Center? Isn't yep. it, it, I'm gonna 
Go for I'm it. embarrassed to say if I'm gonna, isn't it Yao? That's correct. Yes, you are a winner. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is, right. But you know, it, uh, again, oh, I don't know why you, that is though. Is because in, in Chinese, your surname comes first. I didn't yeah. know that. So that's why you can't say last name, right? You can't say last name because it's, you know, you say oh, right, surname right. and it is Yao. I didn't Yao, know that. Yao. That's why yeah. it's Yao on the back. And a lot of people don't know that because. And then his given name. It's Ming. Ming. Exactly. And, you know, Wang Zizi is the same. So his last name is Wang or Yi. Yi Jian Wang. So Zizi is, is his name. Zizi? Zizi is his name, right? And then Wang is his, is his surname or his family name. Right. But people would say. See that? I learned stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you right. guys think I'm an old crotch. I learned things. No, we still do. <laughs> hey, chopsticks, help me move this body. <laughs> What do I look to you like? A Chinese delivery boy? <laughs> That's good. Take your own bodies out to the dumpster yourself, goddammit. I've taken four already. My back. <laughs> That's a spot on Scottish accent. That's pretty good. Your best. Losers always whine about their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. <laughs> But but your sister is busy today. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> All right, there's something that we. Oh wait, here here we go. Um, I need a theme song for for that song for that show for, for that show. Oh yeah, like you know, done 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 with bagpipes. Oh, you know, on the whole fresh off the boat thing too, like, you know, it's, it was interesting in, in readings, like some sub, subsequent interviews with Eddie and he talked about how, I mean, like they didn't even like, uh, or they don't let him like read the scripts and such like that. They just bring him in for the voiceovers because there'll be like minor little things Venom. in the, in the show Oops. that, um, that I feel like, like any like Taiwanese or Taiwanese American would recognize that, that just bypassed it and like no there was no like fact checking or anything like that because i mean like a, in a i think in an episode from a couple of weeks ago uh you know there are three ge- different generations in the show right there's mm-hmm. the grandparents and then the the parents and then the kids and the parents were addressing the grandparents as ama right and Ama, if, if it's within the context of the grandchildren and they're calling grandma that's fine but they were clearly addressing mother and that's something that's very, very simple in Taiwan. If you spoke Taiwanese, you'd be like, oh, Ama is grandma. They're calling her mom. That's not really correct. Right. But again, like, you know, because maybe they don't have any Taiwanese speakers on the show that all of a sudden, like, that thing just goes. I mean, it's a crew of, position you'd think they'd want to fill up. That. <laughs> well, you know, and it's one of those things that, like, you know, I remember seeing a, an episode of Entourage. I don't know if you guys watch Entourage. That's, oh, I couldn't get into it. Oh, great show. Great show. But there was like this one episode where, um, Vinny Chase goes to, or he's hired by, uh, you know, to endorse like a Chinese uh, energy drink, right? And they, oh, they have like, you know, and again, it's supposed to be shot, you know, this whole thing is like supposed to be in like, you know, mainland China. And so mm-hmm. you, you're supposed to have like fluent uh, Mandarin speakers and, you know, and it's not the actor's fault, but, you know, they had an actor who was clearly not a Mandarin speaker <laughs> delivering the lines and... It's one of those things where it's like, well, if you just tried a little make bit harder, roll your just, eyes. just try, oh, oh yeah, I, I can't even, I can't stand it. You can, if they just tried a little bit harder, it's really not that difficult. I know me. how you feel because in secondary school, uh, they bring out all the musical instruments for us and they say, we're going to play a band. What instrument do you want to play? And I played the trombone. 
And there at that time <laughs> was a magazine ad, I think for a cigarette. And I saw this magazine ad and it was a lady and a guy cavorting on the beach and the guy was holding a trombone and they're laughing together and he's holding a trombone and he was holding it totally incorrectly, number one. And number two, you don't bring a brass instrument out to the beach. Oh, yeah, hell no. You're going to get sand in all the slide parts. You want to be romantic and thoughtful. So it really was frustrating for me. Don't, you can get it right. You can. It's pretty simple, right? It's it's pretty uh, simple. They just were using it as a prop, obviously. Yeah. Um, so do you still play the trombone? Not well. Mm, Even better. You still have one? (laughs) You got to bring it in next week. No, we had to give it back to the school at the end. (laughs) So it's been many years since I've touched one. The Constant Contact Toolkit. Sorry. Um, here, I have... Here we go. What is it? Um, I don't know what it is either. What's queuing? God damn, this computer's so slow. In the meantime, what do you guys think of this? Uh, in uh, some, some lawmakers in New York is going to make a bill uh, saying that uh, if you turn in video of an idling... They have a law against idling your car. is for pollution. Mm. And they want... People to spy on each other, film each other, and if you turn in, you get fifty percent cut of the ticket that is issued. Oh, that's wow. terrible! They pay you for Tip for ratting out for your... ratting out wow. if you see a car idling. That's gross. It's to help the environment. You don't think it is, but it, it's it's promoting this an atmosphere of yeah. Yeah, Creed right. And, and well, how, how much? Like, I like the idea of everybody <laughs> looking <laughs> out for the number. environment. Yeah, that's the bottom line. But yeah. they're not looking out for the environment. They're looking out for their wallet. They're looking out for their wallet. You're right. And it starts us on a really spooky path of spying on each exactly. other, turning like each other in. No, it's hitting us against oh. each other. Stasi tactics. All right. So Please. this is from... <laughs> Mr. James. Hey, yo, this is Christopher C. Dub Wong hitting the streets of L.A. to test the knowledge of the people. Let's go. So this is Wang the Zizi. Wang Zizi. Wang Zizi. Like I got Wang Zizi. Okay, so I would say Wang Zizi, but I know the first part is not right, right? Uh, Wang Zizi. Wang Zizi. Wang Zizi. Wang Zizi. That was an Asian dude. <laughs> oh wait, are you no Chinese? Excuse. Yeah. Would you mind if I told you actually how to pronounce them and sure. then you try? Sure. All right. Oops. Well. <laughs> that was the. That was what I was waiting to hear. Yeah. Wang Zizu. <laughs> Wang Chu Chu. What, what is Wang? It's oh, Wang Chu Chu. Wang Chu Chu. Wang Chu Chu. Anyhow, uh, people can go on um, YouTube Wang and Chichu. Venom Sportswear is the YouTube channel to to get the full C Dub experience. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I even did a, a version. Uh, I can't remember which one of it is. Uh, I think it's the Yi Jin Lian one, uh, where Chops, who's a pioneer in, in, uh, hip hop and Asian American hip hop specifically, uh, gave me the beat. And then I basically, you know, edited together like these, uh, these announcers mispronouncing. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Or, and, and different people on the street. Um, yeah. And Bill, <laughs> Bill Wong's on there. Wang Chu Chu. He says Wang Yi Jian Lian is what he says, I believe. But, you know, it's understandable. It, you know, like, that that happens. Right. It's one of those things that just has to come through education because it's like one of those things where 
I mean, if you look at something as simple as jalapeno, right? Like people know to pronounce it jalapeno. They don't say jalapeno, right? Yeah. But you know, or LA street names, you know. <laughs> oh, you're right, Los Angeles or Los Los Feliz. Yeah, right. When it, people or, say Los Feliz, no, it yeah. used to drive me nuts. When I lived in Europe, uh, they would butcher the pronunciation of French words, which didn't make any sense to me. They they used more than we did. Like they they would use duvet and bambe and. Far more than we did, but they would call it a, a fillet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Of a what fish you, fillet. What are you doing? How, yeah. How you, I, have to, I have to learn like 10 new French words just to hang out with you people, but you're going to mispronounce fillet? How, and they say kebab. Kebab. Abracababra was one of my favorites. They say, uh, oh, let's go place. have a kebab. A kebab. All right. We're going to, uh, let's see. But can't you leave your car idling for the heat? I guess if you're waiting for someone to come, if you're picking someone up, you're not supposed to. It's against the law. It's against wow, the law. That sucks. You're gonna We're gonna freeze. dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Come on, get my hands in that mail sack. Yeah, that was great. All right, I should have brought up the mail before. <laughs> I. Brought up the mail sack because it's it's loading right now. Oh, brother! Uh, do we have that so, much mail? Did you get the tweet from uh, who tweeted? Somebody tweeted that his first he sent something to the mail sack, but was from his sister's account and to no, please his wife's that. account. Oh, his wife, wife, sister, <laughs> sister, wife, sister. We wife. don't have to be. There's no hard and fast rules about this. Nice Chinatown reference, Mark. Mm-hmm. Who do you keeping think? with the theme? Of, oh yeah, yeah. Who do you think you are? One of the Lannisters? Oh. No, no one got. You said s- no, no, sister, s- wife. Yeah, see, that's see. I, do you, it's a wonderful life. No, no, he's he went to TV. Oh. oh, see, he was doing Chinatown. You can't just jump the to TV Lannisters, and expect The Lannisters. That's those uh, uh, throne of yes, game, game, game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah, I don't watch it. Uh, Jesus Christ! Do you have that um, the thing that I told yes, you? I do. Okay, you ready uh, for it? Yeah, this is from well, well, this is coming what, up. Emails taking that long to load? Oh no, it's just the internet. Um, this is from somebody, uh, an anonymous person, Ooh. mailed in. And is it a threat? Enjoying listening to Marty in the morning with yeah. the Zoo Crew. Uh, been a live listener, and then. Uh, yeah, can you read the read the whole minute? Yeah, okay. Enjoy listening to Marty in the morning with the Zoo Crew. Been a live listener <laughs> off and on for years and w- now. With the who? Zoo Crew. Okay. Probably since the early days. He's, I'm 29, male, live in Denver now, but I've been all over the Midwest listening to you progress, digress. Your call. I like all the different <laughs> aspects to the life situations you all tell of. Uh, and then he says, this email sat in my draft folder for a few weeks, and I just remembered to finish it, and he finished with a poem. So here is the poem. Not here to make money, not here to make friends, not trying to be funny, just need to tie up loose ends. It's time to make amends, watch how the knee bends. 
as I seek forgiveness in a world that pretends that none seek warmth from the heavens. And on these cold days, we need warmth from within, not these false idols who want to control over humans. If not the means, what justifies the ends? Can we lower our shields and extend our hands to fallen souls who have done some bad in these hard times? Knew we march to a band of monotone beats that come in from our gland, a thumping loud rhythm that driving me mad. Who can we help if we all are sad? That was it. Hmm. Nice. I think I noticed uh, some some of Giselle's influence uh, yeah, yeah. in his writing. It's certainly. pretty interesting stuff. I have to read it. It was and hard not to uh, give, a, give you a beat to. Uh, I know. To, There's a, 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 a certain a rhythm there. Yeah, I tried to channel my inner deaf poetry jam. It was super funky. <laughs> <laughs> super funky, <laughs> like cheese. Do you, do you do music at all? Do you you, you sing right? A, l- a little bit. Oh yeah, you can play singing. piano too. A, j- a little bit piano, more singing, less piano. Did you ever write songs? Uh, a long time ago. That do you need a trombone player? Do you have any of your songs memorized? <laughs> no, not Come really. On. Girl, <laughs> you're so beautiful to me. Oh, girl. I love that you love when Harry met Sally. Girl. Uh, I, I, that, those were the kind of songs that we used to sing because I, I grew up in... Uh, oh, in Houston. Yeah, well, we I listened to a lot of R&B and so it was like Boys to Men and Babyface and that whole era of Color in, Me in Bad. Houston, you, in Houston, you grow up in the 80s? Yes, yes. So the girls have the big talk. Girl, yeah. your hair is reaching to the sky. <laughs> wow. I want to climb it way up high. That's and slide down your bangs. <laughs> right? Right. Those big hairdos. You're right. You're 100% right. <laughs> what was the Mr. Show R&B thing? It was... Um, well, you know what I want to come back with you on this is... Uh, Girl, what'd you do to your hair? Oh, do you like it? It's Autumn Sunrise. Uh, Orlando, is that you? Look at how, look at how pleased you are. You're like, like, and you expect us to get that. And based on our, our track history, our our track record in this show, why would we get that? I have, I have a guess. Uh, the lady in the lake. No, that's incorrect. Okay, guess. Say Say my name. Say my name. Say a weed. Say it. Some wheat? Gaslight. (laughs) Rebecca. Wrong. Three times one minus one. That's the uh, the Mr. Show R&B band. Great music video. Uh, okay. Wait, what was the movie? You guys are terrible. No, someone will tweet in if they know it. Okay. All right. Some wheat? <laughs> you just flashed me a smile like, you got it, right? No, I don't got it. Jared writes in, uh, Morning Murps in response to Kruger's hatred of Celsius two weeks ago. Here's a saying I learned in second grade. One is freezing. Ten is not. Twenty is pleasing. Thirty is hot. And that's 32, oh. 50, 68, 86, um, respectively. So, um, Still not going to use Celsius, but that is adorable. Yes. Uh, won't give you the exact number, uh, but that's the New Jersey public education system for you. <laughs> uh, no question this week, just the mail statement. Thank you, Jared. Uh, David Castro writes in, 
says, good morning, Murps. St. Patty's Day is almost here and lands on a Tuesday this year, next Tuesday. It's a great opportunity to have another drunk cast. Thanks for the free fun. Oh, David. that's a really oh, good idea. Good when idea. is it? Next Tuesday. I'm not going to get drunk on a Tuesday no, morning. No, okay. Oh. We, we'll, mm, do an, we'll do it. We'll, we'll, we'll do, do a nighttime one. We don't need an excuse to do it. Maybe we'll we just... do one Sunday night. A Sunday night. You have plans? Yeah. I know uh, you we'll, like to talk about this off the air. Let's talk. Well, about I can, I like I can serenade you guys with my Irish tune, Danny Boy. I, I've heard his Danny Boy. <laughs> Get your phone out. <laughs> no, your Irish tune is less. You have such a beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I did not say it. Terrible. You got um, it. You sing. You sing Danny Boy beautifully. Oh, Danny Boy. The pipes, the pipes are cold. Anyone? It is beautiful. From Glen yes. to Glen <laughs> and down the mountainside. <laughs> Carrie Lynn writes in, Hello all, Thanks for uh, sorry for the heavy email last week, uh, but thanks so much for the great feedback. She had been in a like 10-year relationship and it, uh, broke up a couple years ago, but was still feeling the heartache. Um I don't talk about it to my friends because they don't get it, but I forget that none of them have been in a relationship for more than a few years. Marty, you're completely right, and I never thought about it that way. In my 30s, 10 years is a long time, um, and many of my big life experiences and memories are tied to him. Absolutely. Bill, thanks for the book recommendations and sharing that I am not alone and not crazy. Well, wait, I, did you say not crazy? I didn't say she was not crazy. Yeah, you could. I did, I did not say that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I'm kidding. Uh, now that I've sold the home I shared with my ex and have my new place, I I feel I'm no longer literally living in the past. And that was a huge step for me. Well done. Mm. That is great, Terry. Congratulations. Con- yeah, I'll continue to do my best. Thanks again. Um, that's nice that you, that you were able to do that, too. Um, okay, there was the poem. Jane Savage writes in... Uh, Morning, Murps and Smurps and Smurpettes. Uh, I was thinking about your com- conversation on food waste, and it reminded me of an incident where I reprimand, where I was reprimanded for giving food that was to be tossed out to the homeless people around town. Uh, this was from a pizza buffet this restaurant ran uh, during lunch hours. <gasps> Shaky's bunch of lunch. Uh, <laughs> at two, they would close down the buffet and toss the leftovers or give it to staff. There was enough uh, for four extra large pizzas, and I thought that it would be nice to hand out. Long story short, the general manager told me to never do that again because they might get sued. Mm. That's a big issue. Yeah. Liability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But just hand it out with like a little, you know, indemnity thing. You just know, get people to sign. Sign a waiver. Yeah, sign Excuse a waiver. me, sir. Can you please sign here? Um, <laughs> to Bill, I hope you enjoyed the podcast Hardcore History. As you say, it is very dense. Uh, I've downloaded it. I haven't listened to it yet. I'm driving out to Phoenix this weekend for some spring training baseball, so I was planning on listening to it then. The presenter, Dan Carlin, does a great job of weaving in current events into the narrative of the story, creating an excellent analogy to what is going on. That's the impression I got, yeah. Also, unfortunately, in some cases, showing us that history truly does repeat itself. Uh, if, I, if I can find which episodes they are, I will send you the name of the story that got me hooked on the show, uh, which is a four-part, two to four hours long each, about the war between Russia and Germany during World War II, mm. uh, the Eastern Front. We don't need to drag that up again. Yeah. Uh, coming still, from the U.S. school sore, system, uh, I was... <laughs> I was taught about the Western Front uh, of the battle, barely, not knowing anything about the Russian involvement at all. It was an amazing look and, into that side of the war, and I would re- recommend a listen. 
Hope you have a lovely morning, Jane. Oh, thank thanks. you, Excellent. Jane. Thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at that. He's got a I think he's got a four parter on Genghis Khan too. Mm. I almost said Genghis Cohen, which is a Chinese restaurant on Fairfax. That's right. And is, is it kosher? Mm, I don't think I so. I can't imagine it is. No. Let's say it is. I thought you were going to say it's MSG a, kosher. It's a restaurant from your new show, Chopsticks and Haggis. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the primary locations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the, where they go after every case. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Murps, quick question. Do you guys have experiences with TV series that people gush over more than Steve does about Liberace, only to find out when you sit down to watch this TV series, it turns out to be too slow, boring, uninteresting, or you just don't see the thing that makes other people think it's the greatest thing since German Bill Cosby. Walking Dead. Best regards, Leo. Oh, wait a minute now. Walking Dead. Is I love Walking Dead. Is um, we've, I've mentioned these before, but I, last, I got to the second season of both Walking Dead and Breaking Bad. And I, oh, I felt like I was wasting my time. Oh, no, no. I felt uh, <clears throat> season three of House of Cards... No. House of Cards is the one that I was going to mention that I tried to get into. I couldn't. I, I think season I got to one it. is fantastic. Season two, meh, but you get through it just from nostalgia. Season three, I watched the first episode. I'm not watching anymore. Boo, boy, was it a stinkaroo. I just feel like I'm watching Foghorn Leghorn in the Senate. Yeah. And I'm, I'm out. That, hap- that happened to me. I don't think I made it through the pilot, to be That's honest. Funny. Like, this, this is, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> you get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know what you mean. I say, I say that. This last one's from Ryan. He says, hey, guys, hope everyone had a good weekend. My house had the stomach flu. I had the stomach flu last week. Uh, this week, I'm putting finishing touches on my son's cosplay for Planet Con Kansas City. Ooh, is he going as Jim Payton oh. from uh, Lost Planet 3? Yes, he is. Oh, uh, That boy. is this weekend. Also, Saturday is Pi Day and my wife's birthday. Be sure to set a reminder to tweet her birthday wishes at, at Patty C. Sells. That guy's got got a busy weekend. What is the way we celebrate pie day? Do we eat pie? We play up the pun and we eat pie? Or we just solve mathematical equations? We go around calculating circumferences? Uh, 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 Pie, uh, what is a pie? Uh, Hair pie. Yeah, that's what What Bill celebrates. What is a hair pie? Oh. Um, We still didn't get an answer on that last one. That's from up. (laughs) (laughs) Latrell, Lamar. Lamar Latrell. Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, yes. We have oh, a winner. Very good. <laughs> yes. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, my God. Do you remember? rap from little old me, Lamar. Oh, my God. You're going to. I want to just watch you guys watching it together. I don't need to see the movie. I'll be behind the TV just looking at you guys, just giggling like little schoolgirls. I haven't seen that one in 20 years. Betty, oh, I'm tired of Betty. How could you get tired of that ass? Oh, I see your point. <laughs> uh, Ryan, send us a, a, a photo of. Of your uh, son's cosplay. Yeah, what's it going as? Yeah. Jim Payton from Lost Planet 3? Oh, what's that? Uh, what? What's music playing? Is this a new bit? What? Do we have a new segment? Oh, no. Or I, do you just not know what you're doing? I had a, a news article up about this uh, house in Cleveland where this guy over the past uh, year has been attacked a hun- over a hundred times with eggs at his house. 
Ooh, I didn't see this. It's Usually old. the Cleveland news pops up in my feed. It's in, in Euclid. Is it? That's where my mother lives. Ah, well, she might know about this. So late at night, this guy gets woken up by a dozen eggs being hurled at his house. And it, it wakes him up. It wakes up the whole house. And he's in his 80s. He's just like some nice old man. Is this something that just happened once or is this is a recurring thing? Over a 100 times. Hmm. What's he done wrong? That's terrible. Yeah. Does he just give stink eye to all the kids and like, they get him back? And so the, 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 uh, like he's, you know, has set up cameras. The police have been there and have been hit by the eggs and they don't know where they're coming from. Wow. And this could be biblical. Yeah. It could be. And so like he's given up trying to clean it off because it just happens all the time. So his house, there's a photo of it and it just is covered with, it's like a big omelet. Yeah. And it probably stinks and, but it's so sad. Like this guy can't figure it out. So they think that there's like a big long like a slingshot, and that somebody is uh, putting these eggs in there. It's kind of a waste of eggs. Oh, right. Right. And where are they getting the money to purchase all yeah, these yeah. eggs? So they they figured out like this guy has spent like twelve hundred twelve hundred dollars on eggs <laughs> over the past year. That's wow. commitment at this guy's house. What did the guy, the homeowner, do to? He doesn't incur? know. He don't know. He doesn't know. He He's, can't think of one thing that he makes somebody mad. No, this guy's been living in this house for decades, you know. Oh. And he's just, you know, I mean, maybe he's a cranky old man, but <laughs> I think it's, I don't know. They've also tried collecting fingerprints from eggshells, but it's an impossible task. Oh, no. <laughs> because when an egg breaks, it releases proteins that destroy the... the, the Is that true? That's it's the perfect the, crime. It's the perfect crime. <laughs> you know who we have to bring in to this? <laughs> get me egg roll oh, no get me chopsticks and haggis <laughs> but they don't work together anymore I don't care we're putting them on the beat this is our crime scene now come on chopsticks <laughs> spot on Scottish <laughs> <laughs> okay wait uh, this, how, how would you do it uh, hello there I don't know <laughs> this is our crime scene now um, the one show I want to start watching is the uh, the the American version of the Returned. Um, I want to see the French version. The French version I is good. Heard of. So uh, the Returned is it's a show that takes place in the mountains of the, in the Alps, the French Alps, in a small town where uh, dead people come back. Oh, this is one of the ones that they. There were a couple of shows that uh, were on U.S. television. I think last year that they said yeah, that was kind of similar, right? Resurrection. And there's <laughs> another one too, I believe that they. Um, but this is the original. Yeah, and and uh, you don't know why, and they come back the same age they were when they died. So some people come back de- decades later, and they're still the same age, and and it's just it's a very. Uh, like they're two twins um, that uh, so one comes back like did, did was one the ch- recipient of all the good DNA and all and the <laughs> other one was all the leftover junk DNA yeah and yeah a little squat bald girl <laughs> comes back from the dead no no but she's like Vincent I can thir- feel your pain we're twins <laughs> of course Julius. <laughs> <laughs> Like we should just have you reciting the entire thing of twins, just from. Was that? Did you record that one? That one was never recorded. We just watched it a bunch of. Times. What was the? What's the most embarrassing movie that you recorded? The most. I mean, on tape, it was only there were only a handful. It was when Harry met Sally. It was Kindergarten Cop, Glengarry Glenn Ross. 
Um, I think Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. At one point, I had um, Kindergarten Cop. Kindergarten Cop. Oh, that is a brilliant, brilliant movie. There's a lot of replay value in in Kindergarten Cop. Oh, I got to meet um, Penelope Ann Ann Miller Miller, the other day, and uh, I I debated whether or not um, to say to her when I met her, "We know who you are, Rachel." She probably would wouldn't have gotten it either. She would have given you one of those smiles with a sort of a glassy right. eye. Because of course, in Kindergarten Cop, she she had assumed the identity of Joyce Palmieri, a I believe she was a first or second grade teacher, when in fact she was Rachel Crisp, <gasps> former CIA. wife. No, 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 quite the opposite. Oh. Uh, wife FBI. to. Wife to uh, Chris. Criminal. 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 Oh. And then she... Did you guys see The Freshman? You saw The Freshman, right? I don't remember. Uh, With Marlon Brando? Brando, yeah. She played the daughter in that. Uh, She was great. Uh, But anyhow, the returned um, Carlton Cuse from Lost Lost Fame, he uh, created the American... That sounds weird. He created the American version. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I'm going to see it. But I, I he got, channeled all of the original fresh European ideas into the sad, sad American remake. Yeah, and I feel so dicked over from uh, from Prometheus and Lost that I I'm prepared to be disappointed by the returned. Oh, I, um, I actually enjoyed Prometheus. I, I think uh, I, I mean I have friends who are on both sides of the coin on oh, that it's one. Terrible. <laughs> well, the movie I, Prometheus. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here we are. We're in the cave now. Everybody, let's take off our hoodies and start touching things. That's yeah. so stupid. Yeah. The thing that was cool about Prometheus is that you could see where it was originally a buildup to Alien. Yeah, yeah. But then where it obviously departed at the end. But but um, it, I mean, it's a. It, they put so much effort. I think what what made me so mad is it's so beautiful and it's so well done and it had all these great actors, and then they do stupid shit like touch you know mud puddles in in the an yeah. alien cave and take their ho- their, their little breathing hoodies off. Yeah, and that, that like. That's and all the ideas are interesting too, but they they fucked them up. And but that that uh, that scene in the operation thing, pod that was, oh, that was oh. hilarious and awesome. Okay, let me throw this one out to you. Okay, Vasquez, have you ever been mistaken for a man? No, Alien. have, have you? you? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay, now, yeah. now we're on a roll. Now we're on a roll. <laughs> well, actually, um, well, I guess we could. Do you want to? Uh, do you have another segment? I, I we have a couple things we could do. We could. We, gotta do we was going to take right? a road trip to Ireland. Okay. You know why? For St. Patrick's Day. No, because apparently some glitch in the law for the next twenty-four hours. Oh yeah. Uh, the drugs of uh, ecstasy and ketamine. Ket- ketamine and crystal meth are legal. In Ireland for the next 24 hours or for this wow. 24 Now, why did they do that? Oh, I don't know. It was some sort of... <laughs> like, what's the harm? It's fun. The law, the we're we're cool. We're down. Like oh, so it's a glitch. It's, I it's think not the like... new law goes into effect uh, uh, pretty soon. All right. So it's not like they're celebrating. <laughs> they're, it's just a, a bureaucratic... No, celebrations yeah. are about yeah. to break out. Something like that. Yeah. What right. you can do? Have you ever done those drugs? Anybody want to cop to that? I've done ecstasy. What did you think? What did you think? 
what what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> I was one time have got led on a medicine journey. This was a chaperone thing with a lady, and it was just me uh, bundled up in a sleeping bag with my eyes blindfolded, and she gave me ecstasy and ketamine, so I go on a medicine journey. They call it medicine. But really, it was recreational drugs. <laughs> Actually, but they do that with for um, they've done these studies on PTSD, and they take actually, yeah, I, that's what I was about to mention. There are these like medicinal purposes now that they're doing more studies for. Yes, you know, and they, I heard that in LSD too. Right, the uh, LSD, uh, mushrooms. the mushrooms. Yeah, but they yeah. but they're they are guided trips. Yeah, and they've had incredible success yeah. from those. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. Great to hear. It's very, very. So promising. I had one of but those. But you can't. It's not just like doing. Jeez. Jesus. You, somebody got excited. These are not well-behaved animals. So I had that medicine journey, and I, I have to say it was really interesting and enjoyable. I saw lots of things. You really go places. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> uh, coming down from the drug was physically nauseating. I was really nauseous, and I have... Uh, I, 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 I have upchucks. Yeah, I have that. Um, but it was really interesting. I was glad that I was chaperoned in a safe place. It wasn't like at a rave or anything like this. It was very quiet and peaceful. But it was interesting. So we go to Ireland and we can all... Rock out with go on vision quests. <laughs> we yeah. can do that here. It's just going to be illegal, you know. Oh, yeah. It's, it'd be cheaper. To do it here? Yeah. Yeah. And but we wouldn't be surrounded by a bunch of other idiots doing it because there's this 24-hour window. Well, they have partitions. Yeah, meth here, no, ketamine here. We don't have to be here. surrounded by them. Um, well, you know, we have uh, other things that I want to get to. I don't know if we have time today because i got to end a little early. So will you come back and uh, we can give you some, throw some softballs at you and, and find out your... Come at you with threes. <laughs> Your theory about 1980s movies. <gasps> oh, absolutely. I would uh, be more than happy to come back. Um, I'd have to check my schedule next Tuesday, but oh, absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, uh, next Tuesday, we have uh, another set of guests coming in. So it would be the Tuesday after. Uh, again, we Ooh, can take... So you're full of surprises. Handle, handle all this offline. These are um, guests of Giselle, actually. Ah. Right. Yeah, that's right. Some friends is visiting from the East Coast, and they're gonna come in. But you know them too, Marty. Uh, yeah. But we'll we'll get into that later, and yeah. we'll surprise everyone next week. That's of course if your listener uh, ship uh, doesn't uh, write in with vehement requests. Oh, yeah. To have someone randomly quoting movies all the time <laughs> in the show and bursting out into song randomly. No, that's that is kind of the the soul of the show is bursting out into song, um, and. Do you have anything going on right now that that uh, is fun and interesting? Not anything that's really fun and interesting. Mostly just accounting. You forgot to uh, include that in my list of jobs. Oh, you're an accountant? Oh, I do a little bit of accounting. Oh, now this is very interesting. Oh, no, it's not. Yeah, I got questions. Wait a minute. Can you work a 10 key without looking at it? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh. Do a little calculator? Yeah, absolutely. Did it, and you go... Yes. Oh, that's special. Like you have your own macros that you use? 
No, I mean, I know all the shortcuts, most of the shortcuts, keys, and uh-huh. QuickBooks. Well, hey, I just got Quicken this year. Can we talk about it? <laughs> I'll do it off let's, there. Let's do this offline. I yeah, won't sure, burden sure. our listeners with yeah. my questions you, about Quicken. You mean people don't want to hear about 1099s, 1096s, DE9, DE9C, 941s, 940s? Midnight run. <laughs> I was going to say you're making my reading glasses fog up, but for a very different reason. (laughs) Okay, offline, off the air. Offline. Um, okay, are you writing anything these days? Yeah, I mean, I write mostly stuff actually on the action side, actually. Um, so it's different from my like ping pong player persona. Uh-huh. Um, but nothing that's taken off. Oh, actually, well, speaking of uh, Austria earlier, um, one thing that I adapted uh, fairly recently for a producer was uh, the book Glock. Which I don't know if you guys you guys are familiar with the weapon, right? The story of the Glock. I yes. fired it's the a Glock. Pretty fascinating it, story. It is an Maybe absolutely it fascinating story. Yeah. Three, um, <laughs> but of course the the option on that expired, unfortunately. So oh. it's not going to be going anywhere soon. But um, but yeah, I mean, I I am obviously like influenced by a lot of I don't know if you could tell, but influenced by a lot of these uh, men on a mission uh, type movies. For example, Aliens. Or, you you know, haven't seven, seen seven. John Wick. That's crazy. I know. I have to. I do have to see John. I've heard Wick. that's really strong. Is it worth I, it? I heard it's so. So too. much fun. That's the type of movie that I would. I think I would love because. Uh, but unfortunately, I feel like it's underwatched these days because I don't know. If, have you guys seen the uh, the new Dread with Carl Urban? No. No. Oh, see, this is it's yeah, a shame. It's got to be better than the old one. It is awesome. It washed the bad taste from the Sylvester Stallone version out of my mouth because it's it's super ultra violent and it's very gritty. It is uh, unforgiving. It's the type of movie that I would that I love, but unfortunately, it didn't do do very well. But I'm going to see Chung King Express tonight. Does oh, that count yeah. for anything? It yeah. does. Sure. It's Asian. Yeah. Sure. Wong Kar Wai. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, he's just done. He hasn't done anything interesting in years. He hasn't. He tried to make that kind of uh, transition over to America, but I think the systems, the filmmaking systems, are so different between Asia and and America that a lot of them just end up going back. I mean, John Woo, I think, has has mm. been back in mm-hmm. in China and Hong Kong yeah, for the yeah. last close to probably a decade. Yeah. Um, um, but anyhow, uh, well, that's good that you're still developing stuff. We want to hear about that and um, hear about your origin story more and uh, softballs. And so and we want to play. We have. We want an excuse to play the softballs theme song. Yeah, yeah. So uh, in the meanwhile, if people want to get in touch with you, they can tweet at you. That's at at Superfly Tsai T S A I. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And that's. Um, we tweeted that, or, or I think it's in our Twitter stream. If you forget that, I think Tyson tweeted it out. Yep. And uh, let's see, Bill, you're at Bill Twatterson. It's Twitterson, sir. Okay. And then you're at. Is <laughs> that <laughs> like a running bit? Mm-hmm. Oh. You're at Giselle Net. I wondered why I hear it every week. <laughs> That's N E T T. Yes. One S, one L. That's right. And I'm at Marty U. And there's Steve Kruger, Stephen Kruger. No, Steve. Stephen Kruger with a P H. Uh, Dan Etheridge. Steven. Steven. <laughs> oh, I missed Dan. I was I was promised a Dan update this week. Oh, you were. I lied. <laughs> Fair enough. It's <laughs> right, a we'll, great segment. <laughs> yep. We'll we'll get him back to and uh you know, we've got lots of mics. So you we can have multiple people. Marty, here. you forgot the lead up to what you just said. You remember when I said I was going to kill you last? I lied. <laughs> Commando. Thank you. <laughs> on that good note uh, fill our mail sack that's noonerpodcast at gmail.com and you know our twitter thing and we will see you next Tuesday goodbye everybody <laughs> if that fuck if that fuck if that fuck
has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.